With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain Editor Dave Schofield coming at you. It's Tuesday night. It's 8.20. Yeah, we're early tonight. That's because with me as always, my big brother Rich has something he would like to get to later this evening. We warned you last week we're going to be going a little bit sooner. So Rich, how are you tonight? The big bro is in the house and doing just fine. <laughs> doing just fine you're uh you're are you excited to, to watch this game later go ahead and tell everyone we'll take right. a little bit of time so, what you're doing yep. in case anybody's missed out on me talking about this the past week or two um kyle's high school basketball coach uh, was selected to be one of the coaches for the mcdonald's all-star game that is tonight at nine o'clock on espn so um, you want to watch as much of it as you can Kyle's been pulling videos all week of practices and parts of the scrimmage and things like that, just so that we could listen to coach Bosley coach. Um, it's interesting. He's got all, you know, he's sitting in front of all these, you know, big five-star college recruits. And honestly, I listen to him coach and he sounds the same as when I'm sitting right behind the bench. Yeah. So, so it's pretty exciting to see Coach Bosley tonight. I'm going to have to make sure I try to catch yeah. a little bit of that as well. He, he, um, which team? He will do you know not, which team? Will, I forget. Okay. Kyle does. <laughs> Kyle, oh, wait. Kyle was in the shower, so he could be ready. Okay. Kyle's just waiting to watch the game. He's not I forget which one, I forget which one he is, but. Yeah. So that's that's why we're going a little bit earlier tonight. Just thought we'd let everybody know. And uh, But we're here ready to talk Steelers. Now, before we jump into today's topic, which is actually as a result of something that Kevin Colbert said on, it was was Sunday Sunday. when when he spoke, um, where he said that the Steelers, they feel that they have 24 of their 25 starters. That's what we're going to build on with that. But before we do that, um, we had quite an interesting discussion among our staff today. um, I stayed out of it. Well, you stayed out of it. I stayed Um, out of it. I want to bring it up because it's news, but I also want to preface it that we're not going to talk too much because I have a special show specifically designed for this. And it's about how they agreed to 29 of the 32 teams voted to change the overtime rules for the postseason that now, no matter what, both teams will get a possession in the postseason. Um, 
Jeffrey Benedict's like, we could just do an entire podcast about this. We could do an entire podcast about this. So guess what? We're having a special edition Steeler Stat Geek Thursday morning where I'm going to have on Jeffrey Benedict, and we're doing a special show about NFL overtime. We're going to talk some statistics about it. We're going to talk about different ideas. So if you like that, make sure you check that out. Um, I'm going to say this. There was there was something that was on Twitter um, tonight, and I, I just kind of want your opinion behind this, Rich, uh, where, where someone was kind of poking fun at. They said, you know, some coaches are saying now in in the in the playoff overtime that the, it might even be more advantageous to pick which direction you're going. They're like, isn't that ridiculous that that's what it's come to? And I'm like, no, that's the point. The whole point is to take away winning the coin flip being such a big advantage, right? Yep. So if you're saying winning the coin flip is so unimportant that you might want to choose which direction you're going, then that means the job is accomplished. Okay, mission accomplished. Good job. I mean, that's that's what you want to have happen. So that's what some of the things we'll get in with Jeffrey. We have some other ideas for overtime. It's going to be a lot of fun. So don't miss that Steeler Stat Geek this Thursday. I hope something doesn't happen where our schedules conflict and, and it ends up. You know, right now we already have it scheduled to record. We're good to go um, unless an emergency comes up. But I've, I've pumped it up a little bit. But we got to pump up all the all the podcasts. Um, some good let's rides. Uh, good let's ride this week so far. Um, then and Jeffrey's cutting room four this morning. That was another good one. We got all the AM shows. Let's ride your Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Jeffrey's cutting room four on Tuesday. My stack geek Thursday, our big noon lineup with a bunch of shows there. And of course you all know the YouTube show. There is a change coming with the YouTube show. We are now because of some things going on in the future. If I say things are going on in the future, who am I talking about? Rich, um, Marty McFly. Oh no! Well, you're close. We're talking about Marky D and Maddie P. You know, coming from Australia, they're actually going to be moving their shows to um, about the same time they would go on Saturdays, but on Fridays because of some stuff going on. And Tony's still going to go at nine on Fridays, so you're actually going to have the opportunity for two YouTube shows on Fridays, but there won't be one on Saturday for now. And you're getting two on Sundays more recently because you're getting the uh, the the We Run the North a, you know, a little bit earlier in the evening East Coast time on Sundays, and then a Q&A later on in the evening. So you might not have a Saturday, but you're getting two Friday and two Sunday. So that's kind of got to be a little bit of a compromise there. So, um, Rich, was there anything you wanted to say? I kind of messed you up with the overtime, didn't let you say much. You want to say anything about that? Are you ready to get to Tyler W.? Other than Tyler W. says, I do fear sudden death. And. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the reason I didn't get into the discussion going on down over time is because there's never going to be a right way to do overtime. Yeah, there's well, well, there's never going to be a perfect way. A perfect way. There's going to be a time that it works most of the time, and then when it doesn't work, everyone's going to get upset. So yep. um, I understand that they want to try to tweak it to make it the best that it could possibly be. My biggest gripe with it, I've said this before, I said, I, I'll continue to say it. I don't like the importance of a coin flip. I want the coin flip to not 
matter. Either get rid of a coin flip and determine it another way, like I said to you, roll right into the fourth quarter or from the fourth quarter into overtime, like you would at the end of a quarter of, of, of an odd number, the first or the third quarter, um, or make it in a way that winning that coin flip, you have to make a decision, but it doesn't ultimately give you a huge advantage. We're going to look at the numbers, everything on StatGeek, but I wanted to give you a chance to say that. Um, bottom line is teams still have to, teams have to make plays to win and teams have to make, you know, and teams that don't make plays are going to lose. End of story. I do like teams having an opportunity to determine what their strength is. Like if you know your offense is much stronger than your defense and you want to get your offense on the field, I want to make, I would like the teams to at least have a chance to have their strength on the field. I think the way the Steelers are setting up is that their strength is their defense, but we're going to get into that right now, aren't we? Sure. Yeah, because Kevin Colbert said on Sunday that the Steelers are pretty much set at 24 of their 25 starting positions. They were talking, including special teams. They're talking about the three specialists. I think those are mostly set as long as, you know, big press can punt like he did in the in the playoff game and not when things were, you know, there was a lot going on with the guy. I understand a little, you know, more now, you know, with, with my father-in-law passing away. Um, last month that how much it can affect everything that's going on. Um, but uh, hopefully he can bounce back, but they're, they already feel like they have starters there. The only positions we've got to talk about that number 25 before we really dive into this Yep, is strong safety, openly admitting they need a strong safety. Agreed. Agreed. Everyone knows they need a strong safety, whether they're going to get it, in, in the form of signing a different strong safety, signing back Terrell Edmonds, something of that nature is going to have to happen where they need a starter there. Do you, one last question about that. Do you see that as a need that they will address in the draft for the starting job? Nope. I don't think so either. I don't think the right guy's there that they could be possibly trying to target. Um. There was a strong safety that signed today. Uh, Jabril Peppers signed with, I think it was New England. The Pats for yeah. five, on mil. A one, five mil. Five well, mil, five mil worth here. up to five mil. Worth up to five. So, there, so there's that. So but the, Steelers, less. the Steelers did add a player in free agency uh, yesterday. They added a linebacker in Gennard Avery. Um. Were you kind of like a lot of people saying, is this guy inside? Is this guy outside? There was some debate My on first that. first thing you? was, uh, who's this guy? Well, yeah, of course. Who's this guy? And then, wait, is he an inside linebacker? Is he outside line? Is this the guy that's supposed to be the buck linebacker? Is this the guy that's supposed to be a rotational outside linebacker? What is he? Well, I did an article today to try to break down. I did it based on it. This could have just as easily been a vertex. But it didn't form out that way. Jeffrey's doing a separate film room later this week um, on the new linebacker. I just did some things to try to figure out where he would go was and say, okay, where has he lined up in his four years in the NFL? Where, where is he? Where did he line up? Did he line up inside, outside? And broke it down that way to see that he has played a lot more outside linebacker, barely touched inside linebacker. Last year, played twice as many snaps lined up as a cornerback as he did as an inside linebacker because he was off the line, but or you know, but outside of the box. 
um, like in a slot corner or something. Um, do you think he was brought in in any way to be any kind of, I don't think that changed their starting lineup prediction. Did you? No, no. I think it's a, a rotational piece, possibly a hybrid piece to do some special things. Um, but we'll see more of that from Jeffrey. Anything you want to say about that signing before we really dive into our no, a little bit more in this? That's ring for deep. Some yeah. Version. Yeah, I know. It's funny because um someone said in the live chat that you know the the Eagles fans didn't seem to be upset with losing him. My prediction is that he's going to be on um a, a veteran benefit salary, which means he's not even going to count on the salary cap. Um, but we'll see if that's the case or not. They only signed him for one year, and that's the kind of one year deals they did last year. Um, with like Miles Killebrew and Arthur Millette. So um, I, I w- we'll see how that all pans out. But what we're looking at is this. If the Steelers have 24 starters and they still have the 2022 draft coming up and they still even have where they can do other things in free agency other than just strong safety, are there any positions where they need an upgrade? Which, what should they be looking to upgrade in the draft and what should they be looking to maybe even if they choose to upgrade in free agency? Rich, do you want to pick one specific? You don't have to go player like a name of a player of who you think their starter is. But one particular position or something of that nature that you think the Steelers could and should be looking to upgrade. Well, see, now you asked ask the question <laughs> slightly differently than I was expecting. because I got you. Are, are let me ask you a question. Are you okay, meaning you upgrade, can ask me right Are you meaning upgrade in terms of looking to get a potential new starter? Yes, right and that or someone who could become a new starter during the season, or yes to both. Okay. Yes, because in the draft, you can even your first round pick. You might not have them ready to start right away. Okay. It's great if they do, but. That to me, like a first round pick, unless you're talking quarterback that they know they're going to sit on for a while, we'll, you know, but we'll see how that is if you want to get into that. Um, that you would like your first round pick to eventually be your starter at some point and hopefully earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, that's why I say that. But then, I mean, last year with the Steelers and the number of starters they had, that was just out of necessity and not, it was the exception, not the rule. So, is there a position that you think the Steelers could go and hey, we've got we've got starters here, but oh, we've got a player at that position. If we draft them, that's just going to make us better. That's just going to upgrade that position. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I'll start where you probably not necessarily expected me to start. Okay. So um, corner, corner. I know. I, I mean, that's one of the. I don't know that any. Of, I don't know that I put these in order. You know, but corner. I wholeheartedly agree. A lot of people have been saying that they feel like right now the Steelers have three number two corners. I've seen that on a lot of the of the yeah. comments at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. People have said that in our live chat before. Corner. So you, you can, think you can roll with three number two corners? Yeah. But I would expect the Steelers, if they ha- get an opportunity and could get a number one corner to potentially go ahead and get a number one corner. Now, are you thinking draft or are you thinking free agency or either? Uh, I'm thinking draft. 
You're thinking draft. I think yeah. I could completely see that. If the draft falls in a certain way where there's a corner in round even one, I'll say day one or day two that they think could come in um, and start off as even start off as depth and eventually come in to, to play more to be an upgrade. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a position that I see that they could. Do you feel that they have to, or do you feel like it's something that they could do? Something that they could do. Don't could have do. to. Don't have to. Don't have to. Okay. I agree. They have they have the bodies at corner. I could if they decide that the draft doesn't fall that way, they could they could wait. I could see that. I'm going to pick another one. I'm not going to start where you think that um that of where I'd go. Or was that enough? Or do you want to say more about corner? Nope. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to say, because of me being who I am, I'm going to say offensive tackle. Yeah. I thought about that that too. That they could, that yes, you went out and paid Chooks a decent chunk of money. It, it is team friendly to start. It is more of a one year prove it deal. You've got Dan Moore, you know, fourth round pick started all but one game last year as a rookie things, things of that. If the right person's there, you could you are fine, you could be fine going into the season with what you got when Joe Hegg is depth, but that is a position that you could definitely choose to upgrade uh between now and the start of training camp. Or even this, or or maybe I should say this now in the start of the regular season. Because right. that could even include a move during training camp or something of that of that nature. Um do you want to say anything about tackle? No, I, I I think you hit it pretty good there. Um, it is definitely a place where, again, I look at the draft in particular, if the right, you know, depending on how the draft would fall, that would potentially be a spot where it's like, oh, you know, this guy's here. We weren't necessarily thinking he'd be here. He'd be really good. Let's go ahead and make the upgrade. So you're talking like a David DeCastro situation. Yes. Where he, he wasn't expected to be there at 24 than he was. And they're like, boom. And that was a great, that was a great call. I mean, he, he missed some time as rookie year because of injury, but, uh, and then he took out Mark Marquis Pouncey the next year. <laughs> yeah. But when they finally got out there playing together, it was pretty good. Right. <laughs> um, so, so com- completely agree um, with that one. So, do, do you want to go to another position or anything else you want to say first? Nope, we can we can move on. All right, I'll let you go with another. I've got I've got more than one left. I got two for sure. So that's I've why I was going to let you go. Two, I've got two for sure as well. Okay. Um, I'll say I'll say one that's maybe still not number one on the list, but one there's been a lot of talk about. Mm-hmm. And that is that the Steelers could actually look to special again. I'm I'm especially starting to think draft with this. Yes, me too. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Especially here, the Steelers could make an upgrade at the quarterback position. Okay, that's again, I, I actually not, had four positions. Left. That was one. Yeah, not necessarily with the idea that the guy has to be an upgrade immediately for this year. But one of those where, like, maybe towards the end of the year or into next year, looking to, to, you know, oh, I'll just come out and say, it. you know, if you if some by some miracle, Malik Willis or one of those guys, you know, fall mm-hmm. down, the Steelers could get him. 
and they get them and say, you know what, that's great. We really want you to get in, learn the system, learn to become a pro first, hold the clipboard most or all of the first year. I could see it. And to yeah. me, that's an upgrade. It's yeah. a luxury. It, I, Yes, it's, it's what it's I call a, luxury. It's a luxury yeah, to me, yeah, you're right. I don't know if that's an upgrade because I don't know that it'd be an upgrade for 2020. Correct. Two? 2020. I almost forgot to say the two yeah. for 2022, but it would be something. Well, let's just say it would this. be an upgrade for the Steelers moving forward. Here's here's my question with you with with corner with quarterback. Yeah. How high would the Steelers have to draft? Meaning round wise. How high would the Steelers have to draft a quarterback in order for you to feel that they would be guaranteed to to supplant one of the three players currently on the roster? How high? Are Do you make or, sense? Or, or how? Or how low? Or how low? Meaning, be? yeah, that it would have to be whatever round were. Now, or now see, that's a difficult higher. question. Yeah. Okay. Partly because the Steelers could look to take someone a little further in the draft, mm -hmm. trade one of the guys they currently have, mm -hmm. and hold and hold that draft pick um, as your third string as your third quarterback. Yes. So to me, the Steelers could could take a quarterback in the fourth or fifth round even and do something like that if they wanted to. I'm kind of in the mindset that if they don't, if they're going to draft a quarterback, if you don't do it in the second round or higher, unless one of those guys that you project as a second round guy is in the third round. Right. If you don't, if you don't go that high, I don't know that I'm worrying about it until the very end or undrafted free agent because the Steelers think about it. The Steelers fourth round pick is the, is a compensatory pick. So it's after all the other, uh, the other 32 picks happen in the fourth round and they don't have a fifth round pick. They have a sixth and two sevenths. So to me, it's like, if you're going to draft a quarterback, if you're going to draft them low, then there's a good chance they're not, they might not even make the team. I'm on. It's one of those things I said last year: go big or go home. Because yeah. seeing this draft, if the right guy's not there, then you have those three guys on the roster. That there's your there you got three guys on the roster. That's why, so, in terms of what I think the Steelers would actually see, you were asking me, and I was taking it more in terms of yeah. a general question. But if yeah. you're asking specifically, you know, what would I do if I was the Steelers GM this year? If I didn't get a quarterback in round one, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother with one anywhere in the draft. Yeah, I'm, if one of those guys I that I was expecting not to be there in round one mm -hmm. that I really liked, if they were there, I'd cons I'd consider it. But if I don't take them there, I probably just don't. I'll be honest with you. If if for some crazy reason, some people are like, well, what if the right guy's there at two? If someone like if Ritter's there at two, I'm taking him. Because some people are, at, are mocking him to the Steelers in the first. I'm like, really? I'm, I'm fine with that pick in round two. Um, other ones are not. Uh, Sean Manahan puts $5 in the tip jar, uh, making a point that no one was making. Um, even if we draft Malik Willis, doesn't mean he's starting. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what we've been saying. Yeah, um, <laughs> mean, I, like, my thought yeah. is... Yeah, my my thought is you're upgrading the world, future, but you you're not upgrading like the that, future. You're bringing him in. Yeah. 
for teaching the pro game, getting yeah. him used to the speed of the pro game, and let him hold mm-hmm. the clipboard for a year, like almost but, every team, like every team, yeah, used to do with every quarterback they drafted. And, and, and Sean, just to clarify, that meant yes, you might have summed it up a little bit better than what we needed to sum up. What we were actually saying is that even if you draft someone like Malik Willis, doesn't mean he's going to start. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, and what Steel Dog 88, he puts another $5 in the tip jar. Thank you, both you guys, for those $5 tips. And he says, uh, this goes back to what Tomlin said, saying he does not want to reboot with a rookie quarterback. Steelers would do it right, give the player time. Yeah. Right. I also I mean, don't want to reboot. I don't want to draft a guy. Let's say they do draft someone like Malik Willis, and they want to set him to get him a little bit more brought up to speed. What happens when Mitch Trubisky tears up? Then you've got to worry about, well, what are you, do you are you going to stick with them? Are you going to start the rookie? You know, you're basically sitting like the San Francisco 49ers right now. That even worse for them is Jimmy G had to have surgery and now they, they really can't trade him. And now they're sitting, well, do we stick with the guy that still did pretty decent? Do we, do we move to the guy that we drafted third overall and traded up to get? What do we do? You know, it could be that situation. Yep. But if you got a guy you think you want, get him. And if and if you're if you have a problem of oh my goodness we have two guys that are really good at quarterback what are we going to do that's not a bad problem to have is it that's right no yeah yeah you know it's, we'll it, it figure really, it out as yeah. we'll figure it out as we go yes so you said quarterback and I could I could get um get in line with that I still got three more positions so I'm going to okay. pick one of them let's pick see we've done two we've done one defense and two offense so I'll go defense. I'm going to go an upgrade. And when I say upgrade, it doesn't that that it's kind of almost like the quarterback position. Doesn't even necessarily mean it's going to be cracking the starting lineup this year, especially because of the way you play the position. I'm going defensive line. I could definitely see the Steelers making a move and making a move early to to add another youthful piece to their aging defensive line. Because, you know, the question marks with Stefan to it. Tyson Alualu only played two games last year before he got hurt. And he's coming back. He's going to be 35. You hope you hope for the best, but you've got to prepare for the worst. And right now, the way the way they talked, they specifically mentioned about Stefan to it. And right now, you know, Kevin Colbert didn't even want to go in to say that he's back. That's why I said, well, remember, Chris Wormley was a starter for us. So he's just as he could be the starter just as much. So Defensive line, I could see them go going big at that. And to me, it's another one of those go big or go home. Right. Either really go in and get something like a first-round guy or realize that you've got a lot and then you get another big guy at another time. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, yes, agreed. You know, you know, because we did talk – the defensive line is, a, is the great example of go ahead, you know – our biggest stars on our defensive line that play in the rotation are older guys. Mm-hmm. What you know, maybe it's time to look at a younger guy in there to get into that rotation so that as you've got somebody as some of the older guys start trickling away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cam Hayward was an all pro last year. Cam Hayward's 33. You know, right. that's 
I, you know, I would love for Cam Hayward to play another 10 years at a high level for the Steelers. I'd also be dreaming um, just because that's the nature of the game. So that's why I say that is a position where to me, an upgrade wouldn't necessarily be as the starter, but you could upgrade your rotational pieces with a future superstar. Yes. That's the way I would, I would frame that. And is that kind of, well, with D with D line, you can say rotational pieces. I think take out the word rotational pieces and say backup positions. And you could say the same thing about what you were saying about quarterback, right? Yes. Yes. Only because you don't rotate quarterbacks. So yeah. And that's what we were looking at. um, Take it out and put in, um, situational positions and we're talking the corner yeah potentially yeah upgrade you know yeah um yeah so both of those last two we did doesn't mean that it has to be the starter for for week one of 2022 that was being upgraded but something that we think could say hey this is going to bring strength to this group that would that could ultimately be an upgrade even as early as the end of the season Yep. So that's why we did that. Let's let's go ahead, Sean. Man, Sean Manning, give man Sean another five bucks. Thank you, Sean. He said forty. Sean's been made. working overtime this week, so you know he's got the extra money. Yeah, well, he did a good job of summing up what we were trying to say with the other one. He said 49ers made it work with Montana and Young. I'm going to ask this question: Did they? Yeah. Um, did they? Seeing it, Joe Montana in Kansas City was that making it work? The you know. And some people could have said, well, the kind of like did Green did Green Bay make it work with uh with, with Farvin Rogers or did that not work? I don't know that that's working. Would you call that working? Yeah. No, I I, I, I don't say, know. I'd I don't know if I would or not. I'd call it getting by, not necessarily working. Yeah. Well, notice when you're it worked for the team because then Steve Young was, you know what I'm saying? So I understand what he's saying there. That makes sense. But did it really work? But what did you have to do to those players? I mean, didn't they kind of have to screw over Joe Montana in order for them to win another Super Bowl, Steve Young? Yeah, sort of. And, <laughs> and at the same time, Steve Young saying, well, when I first got yeah. here, I was mm-hmm. sitting and should have been on the field. Yeah. And that's the same thing you you heard from Aaron Rodgers in the Brett yeah. Favre situation. Yeah, so the team worked, but they didn't really do right by the player. And the Steelers are one of those teams that really like to do right by the player. I just don't know that they do what the 49ers did, although it did win them Super Bowls. You got to admit, it won, it won them Super Bowls. So, uh, and if that's the goal, then you could say that it did work in that that aspect. But uh, it yeah, did. But he, he, back he, he, on he, things he, now, it's like. Eh. Here's where here's where both of those situations are slightly different from what I think the Steelers would be facing. Okay. Both of those teams, when they had the two quarterbacks, were both both ended up being future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, that, and, that and, that's true because and, you're talking all time first- great to all time great. You know, yeah. Now, and you didn't know that the second guys were necessarily going to be all-time great mm-hmm. Hall of Famers, but you knew Montana and Favre were had had Hall yeah. of Fame careers. Yeah. 
if the Steelers make that move this year, nobody's already sitting there saying, well, Mr. Trubisky's already going to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but, oh, know, oh, we got room so, for Malik Willis because he's going to be so, the, Yeah, you don't know either one that's going to work. So that's a good right. point. So, it, it, so although I do get what Sean's saying there, it's <laughs> it's it's close. <laughs> it's ready? You'll like this, Dave. <laughs> Dave, it is similar triangles, not congruent. Not, not congruent. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to bring this up. Sherry Richards um, says this thing. Baker and Watson. Yeah. <laughs> I love so it. Sherry, I love nice. it. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. I, I still think it's hilarious that uh, that if they do move on from Baker Mayfield. Uh, what was the last game he played? Uh, oh, wait. You were sitting oh, yeah, there in wait, the stadium. Yeah. Was what was the last pass he threw? Uh, it was an oh, yeah, that was Chuck Norwood intercepted him so Ben Roethlisberger could take an eight. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait. And, and where, where did he spend most of the game? Oh, that's right. On his backside as we were throwing him. TJ Watt had how many sacks? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and he ended how many drives that start the game? Six out of the first eight, something like that. Yeah. Um, so let's let, yeah. Sorry. We're just reminiscing there. So yeah, that's, that's man. I mean, if you had a, I mean, from a team standpoint, if you had a Montana to, to young, but I don't think the Steelers have a Joe Montana now. And and the Steelers weren't doing a Montana the young thing with Ben Roethlisberger. They didn't do it that way. And they did not. And you know what? And yeah, some fans might not like it that you didn't get the best Ben Roethlisberger at the end. But it, would you really expect the Steelers to do it any other way? So now that we look back on it, it's a little bit easier to see. Uh, Rich, any other position? I, I I got two. So if I, I if you don't have any, we could I could do two. But um, it's up to you. Uh, I think one of the most obvious ones still left. One of the most obvious ones still left. I'm trying to stay away from that one. There okay. is another there is another area I was thinking about. Okay. That they could look to potentially upgrade if they mm-hmm. wanted to. Mm-hmm. This upgrade I consider to be a much bigger luxury than some of the other ones. Okay. But it wouldn't surprise me. I wonder what you're going. Oh, come on. I'm the anticipation's killing me. Tight end. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. But uh um do you think there do you really think it would be an upgrade at the starting position? Um, no, I but I no, think I they could look to do something different with the TE2. Yeah, they could. That's a good they point. And they could, that, um, that's what they could even still do in free agency. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, once again, I don't know that that would, that would supplant the starter. Cause to me, uh, Muth has got it. Uh, yeah. Muth got know, the starting. Got a lot of good things going there. Okay. Um, nailed down pretty good. And mm-hmm. I really, and you know, I I've said on this show that I really liked Gentry at, Towards the end of the year, I thought yeah. that he was playing well. He was so much Steelers more last year than I thought him, he was doing. Where you, they were using his him properly. You know, he he is a very you know, like a Matt Spathy kind of way. Yeah, he's a big guy can really block, mm-hmm. but they were also finding ways to get him the ball in certain positions because teams weren't expecting it. Yeah, and but and here I'm, we've got an, we've, we've got another super chat, but this was something I was exactly going to say. If you're talking about upgrading the depth, but not up upgrading the starter, then yes. the other obvious one, as Sean yes. Manahan puts two dollars into the tip jar, that we could glump in with this is running back. 
if you're looking yeah. to upgrade your depth. So are we talking about depth? Or are we talking about starters? So as long as we're clarifying it, we could really talk either way. But definitely, um, and to me, if they're going to up, up, upgrade running back, I don't want that in the drafts. I don't want that in the draft, really. Because if I mean, what are they going to well, throw another fourth round pick at it again, like they've been doing for you know for a I while? Know, again, Dave, this is one of those where you watch Damn. how the draft plays out. Um, you know how it goes. I mean, it goes the same way sometimes when you're doing fantasy football drafts that suddenly there's runs on positions and yeah. a push and a position gets forgotten about. And suddenly, if you're sitting there and can grab a running back that you have graded as a as a round two back that you can get in round three why would you not look and take that upgrade yeah well what's so funny is because the Steelers took Najee Harris last year I haven't looked at running back one bit of anything to know if there's anything in this draft I couldn't tell you the name of one running back in this draft because for that very reason to me if you want to upgrade this because everyone's you know younger guy rookie contract other than Trey Edmonds who's you know the guy that's been hanging around on the practice squad and things of that nature. To me, I'd almost say after the draft, one of those other guys that's out there as a free agent. Yeah. That also wouldn't surprise me to do that. One of those other guys yeah. out there as a free agent, one of those mm -hmm. um, kind of small school, kind of one of those unknown school guys where, yeah. where the guys just didn't, you know, he didn't, wasn't, didn't go into college as a blue chipper. Yeah. And so he kind of, played under the radar at a smaller school, didn't get noticed. You get him in and he is a, what I would call the more than serviceable number two back. The guy yeah. who can easily spot start here and there and you not lose a whole lot. Not necessarily can be your bell cow running back See. all season. But if, if, but if Dodgy tweaked an ankle for two games, you could plug him in and not have to worry too much for two two games and i keep seeing benny snell benny you know, yeah well you know, uh, we've we've discovered that we don't feel that <laughs> benny snell is actually that guy i mean he could still i mean he if they don't do anything to the position then that's just what it is um but i feel it could be better now i'm going to say i'm going to clarify i didn't mean undrafted free agent i meant free agent after the compensatory stuff is over, you know, like Big Al signed with yeah. the with the Ravens last year. I'm talking about taking someone, maybe an older running back, maybe someone who they don't know about anymore, you know, signing someone like that. Nah, you know, see, the, me, though, the Steelers would be the kind of the Strolls, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, the Steelers, Steelers are the kind of team that the Deuce Staley. Their their scouting department sometimes yeah. is out there and knows where these little known yeah. gems are. It could be either and way. And if they yeah. ha if they have something like that, why not? You know, you can always try it because mm -hmm. you're really out nothing to try that. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's another place where we can see it. Let's let's get back to our to our to our other ones. I think we got a couple of them that could still be starters here, real quick. I'm going to say this that this might be. I'll I'll give you an outside of the box one, and then we'll knock out the one that's the obvious one. Okay. okay. Yep. A little bit outside of the box one is going to be. Believe it or not, inside linebacker. No, I thought because about that. You don't know. Do the Steelers really have it in mind to play Miles Jack and Devin Bush together? Every down. Yeah, every down. Yeah. Or do you need that? I mean, 
I mean, Shannon, he is all about this, and I don't disagree with him, of adding your quote-unquote buck linebacker early in the draft. That's what he wants more than anything. In the in day one or day two, where the Steelers draft another inside linebacker that's going to be your thumper, your run stopper, that isn't necessarily on the field all the time. You know, the guy that's out there on the running downs, but then you have Jack and Bush both out there where, where one of those guys is almost like your hybrid safety guy that they've done. Um, Jeffrey Benedict's talked about that Flores defenses have seen, you know, almost like a Patrick Chung kind of thing, that there's another way that the Steelers could do that. The Steelers may decide that they just want to go with, with the athletic linebackers and they want to go with Bush and Jack together. And that's what they want to do. But they could go out and upgrade. To me, make an upgrade and say we're going to have that running, run-stopping linebacker, and we're really going to have a rotation of three guys. Yeah, yeah, they could. Yeah. So now I don't know that they have to. I, Do you I like that? Agree with that one, yes, that is that is another position where I thought mm-hmm. about and I thought I thought about it almost the same way you were describing it there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a guy that's maybe just seeing the field on a lot of first downs or 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 more obvious or more mm-hmm. potential run situations. Yeah. And and then some people who might not have been here at the beginning were saying, but they just signed a linebacker. That's, I did a breakdown of he's more of an outside linebacker. He would be more of a hybrid guy. But what I'm saying, he is not the answer at Buck linebacker for, this, for the Steelers. Yeah. If He is not a guy that you would say you want to have him out there starting from everything that we've gathered so far. And if he is, I don't know that that's an upgrade. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. saying if they, I mean, someone at, at inside linebacker that's going to do the job so well that you're going to say, we don't want to have both Miles Jack and Devin Bush out there as the, as the only two, we want to have them paired with someone else and then bring them off in the, in the passing situations, like, like the dime package. Um, so those are, so those are there. And, and Avery, he's, he is a player that he could be a hybrid guy in sub package stuff more than anything. And that's not the kind of linebacker we're talking about right now. Um, do you want to bring up because we're we're running out of time here? Do you want to bring up the uh, the last well, the, obvious position, the, the position that then, some was, people are like they really have they really have enough of this position that would be starters? And yeah, and I this one was what I thought was the most obvious one out yes. there, which is why I waited on it. And that's wide receiver, and it's wide receiver. That's the obvious one. You know, do they have a third wide receiver if you're starting at eleven personnel? Do um, they? You know, do they really think that it's Gunner? We no, got it. Don't think no, Jeffrey and I have a have a vertex coming out tomorrow at eleven a.m. Eastern. Right, um, right now, if Gunner. you ask me, it's Anthony Miller. Yes, that's probably or one of the or one of the or Cody White or or Cody was yeah. it Steven Those Sims? Two. Is that one of them? Rico Bussy, right? They have a lot of names like that, but there's a lot of other. I I to me the Steelers are almost setting themselves up that they're taking a wide receiver in the first two days. Oh yeah. I, I mean, would, I, I do you do you see them getting out of day one or day two of the of the draft and not take it would have the Steelers, it would have to fall in an amazing way where they are getting so much value with their picks yeah. that they couldn't right. pass up on the other picks for them to, to get through the first two days of not having a wide receiver. That that would be my thought. If they make it through the first three mm-hmm. rounds without a wide receiver, it's because things fell to things that they just couldn't pass on. Yeah. I I I agree wholeheartedly. Now, so I won't be upset if you know. <laughs> they'll figure they'll figure out another way to yeah. 
to take care of wide receiver if that's the case. And I'm not going to be upset if they end up with things falling and we're all sitting mm-hmm. here being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they got this guy in this round one and this guy in round two and this guy in round three. Oh my gosh. But I really do expect us to probably get a receiver in, yeah. in one of the first two days. And if not, then they then they have a plan somewhere. I'd really be surprised if it goes past round four because they don't have that round five pick. Yeah. That's why. Just like last year, they didn't have a round five. So and that's why they don't have their own round four this year. Uh, Sean Manahan, another five bucks. Thank you, Sean. Um, this is what he says. Hey, receiver room is okay if we play two tight ends. Or actually, here's the thought. Use a fullback. He's got a point. If, he hey, does have a if point. If you're starting in, yeah, in 21 or 12, meaning either two running backs and one tight end or one or one running back and two tight ends, then you only need two starting wide receivers. But that's just to run the very first play of the game. You need, I mean, how much of the NFL, what percentage is run out of 11 personnel? A huge percentage where you're having three wide receivers on the field a lot. So even if they don't quote unquote start, um, yeah, you're going to, you're, you're, you're going to need that at least three, really four. And there's times you're going to need five. Although I was shocked how much the Steelers didn't have five on the field last year, how many times that was, that was the case. So um, anything else you want to say before we get to our final question? Because I know you, you, you've got a you've got a basketball game to question. watch. That's right. Yeah. Final question. All right. It's very very simple. Um. And I'm going to ask you this: out of all the stuff we talked about tonight, what is the one position that you think where the Steelers need to upgrade their starter? Ooh. Hmm. They need, need to, to need upgrade where I think need to or, or can or, or will. To. Yeah. Most um, likely to upgrade their starter. Wow, starter. Um, that the starter uh, that they penciled it now, they're going to have an upgrade by mid to late season, if not before the season starts. Yep. Um, I might go your route and go offensive tackle. Yeah, and I'm, I'm also going to say this. That's a good one. Um, we are dis- – we are – excluding safety because we know they don't have one. They admit it. So we're excluding safety. That is not an answer we can put out there. All right. I am going to say wide receiver and I just put it out there. Now it's up. Once it's there, I will not bring your stuff up. Um, The one position that you think that they're going to upgrade. um, (laughs) There you go. go. Jonathan delete says punter. (laughs) Okay. Um, I assume that meant punter and they weren't trying to make a a, 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 a tongue face and miss the miss the colon in front of it. Um, Kathy Ford says center. Um, George Teston says D-line. Uh, Steel Dog 88 says corner. See, these are a lot. Okay. Um, Mark Tor- uh, Tobin says, or receiver. I don't know what he said before because you weren't allowed to say it before. Clarence Washington, he likes the inside linebacker. So does Richard Adamson. Okay. Uh, Steelers Pittsburgh says corner. Okay. Steeler chick 46 says fullback. I don't know that I, yeah, I, don't I know. agree with that one, but most of these other ones I can totally see. Uh, Nathaniel Zarate says offensive tackle. Demetrios. I did good enough with Demetrios. I'm not even going to try to mess up the last name. Yeah, wide no receiver. No, they, he, he went specific wide receiver yeah. one. Yeah. He wants to bump the other two guys down and have someone he met. I could see that. 
Okay. Uh, Sherry Richards says wide receiver. Um, George OTJ says offensive tackle. Uh, Reginald Rivers says nose tackle specifically on the defensive line. He's got to be thinking of the line of Jordan Davis. Although, yeah. um, it was for this week with my with my mock draft Monday. It was um, it was um, Wyatt from Georgia instead is what that one was. That's an interesting thing. Okay. Uh, Brian Brown says inside linebacker. Michael O'Malley says inside linebacker. Uh, David Poe says wide receiver. Brad Jewett says wide receiver. Uh, BMK says wide receiver. Uh, Terry Bradford says wide receivers. Um, Tyler W. Is this his first one or has he said like three? I can't nope. remember. He had a super chat earlier. That's why I'm thinking yep. of Tyler. He said center. Um, James Galway says wide receiver. Almost said Galloway when I saw wide receiver. Um, um, that someone said safety, but we said no safety. Um, so um, Pino Bordone said didn't hear the question. Um, so I'm guessing D line. <laughs> um, the question was the, the guess was okay there, Pino. The guess was, was okay. Yes, because it was the one name one position where the Steelers would could or you would like to see them upgrade their starter their starter and safety was out of there um because we know they don't have a starter strong safety um so um so that's what they're saying so we we didn't have um quite as many answers as we sometimes get and i rolled through them really fast because we did go earlier tonight there might be some people getting on just now thinking we were just yes, starting we saying they're just coming in now we apologize yeah. we apologize we announced it last week that we were going to be going earlier this week because Big Bro um, has something that he was trying to get to as close to 9 o'clock as possible. We will be back at our normal time next week, um, if all goes according to plan, um, which is normally just after 9 p.m. Um, we try to keep it consistent for you all, and that's why we did announce it last week. Someone did give me a hard time uh, in the live chat earlier about uh, my Juju hat. Yeah, it's retired for now. I got a new hat. I got three new hats this week. Debuted the first one tonight. You'll see the next one on the preview on Thursday. Um, excited about uh, my my stat geek on Thursday. I already um, uh, teased that one a little bit that we're going to talk about Jeffrey Benedict. Is Jeffrey Benedict going to come on? We're going to talk about some OT rules and stuff. Um, making sure we didn't have any more coming in here at the end. Oh, we did get Brian Blackstock CB one. That's another good one. Okay. Um, Rich, anything you would like to say to close us out here tonight? Uh, just a couple things. First, I'm going to say um, hi. Aloha from Maui. Bert, I see you. Um, sorry we went <laughs> early tonight. It is my fault. Kyle's basketball coach is coaching at the uh, McDonald's All-Star game tonight, and I'm wanting to go watch him coach. Um, so go coach Tom Bosley. We love you. A um, cu couple last things to say. Um, you know, the discussion get in here tonight gets to start thinking about draft. I love to think about draft. Everybody yeah. knows I hate mock drafts. I mm -hmm. mock mock drafts. Um, mm -hmm. But it is time to start thinking about what other moves the Steelers are going to make. And now that, you know, a lot of free agency has started to play out, it's time to start thinking about what the Steelers might start doing in the draft. Again, I'm going to tell everybody out there, like Dave and I constantly say, please, do not fall totally in love with one player because the chances of the Steelers getting that player in the draft could be very that small. That purple team takes them, then I hate them. That's right. <laughs> so um, next week, uh, I'll tease this. Dave's going to sing next week on the show. Okay. He, There's only that, but... one way. There's only one way to mock. Oh, I'm sorry. Kyle Christ has that in my head now all the time. <laughs> no. 
from what you're talking about. No, but <laughs> yes, I have to sing to you. Yes. So Dave will sing next week uh, while we're here. And um, <laughs> you know what I say about listening to Dave sing? Can't wait. <laughs>